2019 has seen a mobilisation of global proportion. Children, young adults and students are urging adults, teachers, politicians and universities to give them the tools they need to learn about complex connections. They need this knowledge so they can make a change. A change that needs to happen fast. How can universities meet this demand from the younger generation? And what are the tools they need and how can we rework education to help us meet the challenges of the 21st century? I'm Jude Dalsgaard and welcome to SET Climate Talks, Centre for Climate and Energy Transformations podcast. Today we continue the conversation we started last episode on education for sustainable development. At SET we are lucky to have an engaged group who not only talk the talk but walk the walk when it comes to education for sustainable development. With me in the studio today, a part of the driving force behind the collaboratory. Jakob, Johan and Sneva, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Can you start by introducing yourselves? Yeah, so I'm uh, Jakob Brandin. I'm a PhD fellow at uh, the Department of Geography and also the Center of Climate and Transformation. And I'm doing research on how cities can rapidly decrease their carbon uh, emissions. And I've also worked in kind of convening this initiative, the collaboratory. Uh, my name is Johan Elving, and uh, I have a bachelor's degree in comparative politics from uh, the University of Bergen. And um, I have been involved in the collaboratory for two years now uh, and studying sociology and geography. And my name is Sunneve Beitnes, and I'm uh, a master's student in geography here at uh, the University in Bergen. And I have been involved in the collaboratory for uh, half a year. Great. Johan, you've been working in the collaboratory since the, the beginning. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about what the collaboratory is about? Well, uh, the collaboratory is, is all about um, putting the student in the driver's seat. Um, it's all about creating a, a actual platform for student at, students at the university to, um, to let them to let us engage with uh, science, to engage with uh, uh, teaching, to engage with things that I think students, in, in especially in Norway, are not so um, familiar with or not have not uh, historically been been, been allowed to be uh, part of. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I uh, started at the collaboratory uh, two years ago, I think. Uh, with uh, the first initiative, which was uh, uh, to become the Bergen International Student Conference, uh, which was and is a conference for um, students from all over the world. Uh, the, the conference is organized by students and uh, for students. So there are students coming and presenting their, their work, presenting uh, papers, presenting uh, uh, yeah, giving talks on specific issues and 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 those talks being the sort of uh, uh, underpinning uh, interesting discussions. Yeah, uh, so we did that last year and now uh, we have done it a second time. Or Sunava has been part of doing it a second time. I would I just wanted to correct you because you have not only been with us for half a year. You, you actually uh, yeah, was part great. part of uh, BISC <laughs> last year as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, together with um, uh, another student named Ragnild, uh, we two were uh, um, employed as actual student uh, 
uh, coordinators for this conference. That's what makes uh, this so interesting. Is also that it was all there was not. It was all students. Yeah. Everything, everything from coordinating to finding the academic papers, everything was by the students. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're really proud of that, and and it was a success. So that's why we did it again mm-hmm. this year, and uh, with now with uh, Sunava as uh, mm. captain of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, just going back to how it all sort of began uh Jakob just like Jesse we spoke to last episode you too have a background from Seamus and uh Uppsala University which I guess is sort of a a um an inspiration for this type of of work can you tell us how how working there has contributed to the work you're doing at SET and at the collaboratory yeah I think that as students we 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 do meet lots of different types of courses and uh, educational activities all the time and I think uh, a key feeling that many of us take from that is this could be so much better, right? Uh, <laughs> the kind of the perspectives that we get are kind of bounded in one discipline based on kind of uh, people's narrow research interests. There are not that many collaborations between disciplines in, in regular higher education. But maybe one of the key things is definitely let, that students are so passive in, in the learning as well. When I started as a student in Uppsala uh, way back, I was actually quite depressed because I came to this quite static learning environment where my role was to just sit down and take notes and and kind of uh, write some answers in exams and then by coincidence I applied to this other type of course called the global economy uh, which was promising something else it was promising an interdisciplinary approach we would see how economy, globalization, development and environment interplayed. And that sounded super interesting, right? So I took this course and I I was also very happy with it. It was like lots of different lectures coming to the course, lots of different disciplines. And it was just kind of in in kind of the second half of that semester, I realized that this course is actually organized and planned and run by students. And I was so stunned. I, I didn't Really, it was kind of way beyond my conception that students would be able to do this kind of very complex work that designing education, designing uh, what would actually be kind of a, a quite a, uh, what is actually quite a complex research project, bringing all these perspectives together, that this is actually within the realm of, of students to do that. So I applied to do that course myself mm-hmm. uh, the next year and I became a student coordinator at CMS and that really changed also my outlook on how we can can work with with higher education and CMS is just one of those environments where this kind of innovation is happening I think we see this shift all over the world right now of students uh, taking a much larger role in education and and in academic activities than they have before so we have CMS in Uppsala we have Tvergastein a student-led journal Mm. in uh, in Oslo we have the sustainability actions platform and the sustainability uh, we have the Sustainability Action Platform and the Melioria Symposium in Southampton. And there are all these different types of activities that I think, and we all inspire each other. And we've definitely also drawn a lot of inspiration, both from CMS, but also from Southampton and Oslo, in how we've designed the activities at the collaboratory. And what kind of uh, uh, reactions did you get from the University of Bergen when you sort of tried to initiate the, the collaboratory? Was it, is it, was it welcomed? Was it easy to put through? or? Can you tell a bit, a little bit about that uh, situation? Yeah, and I think that's very interesting. Like, 
these types of activities are kind of counterpoint to the mainstream idea of how ed higher education should be organized. And when we worked in Uppsala, we had to spend quite a lot of time to fight and defend our platform of student-led education and uh, of interdisciplinarity. And then I came to Bergen, it was just this enormously welcoming environment and our vice chancellor and our vice uh, rector for education, everyone just wanted us to do something similar here. And, and I think that's really cool in Bergen. We're uh, a very broad university, but I think we're still tight enough to do some really interesting things. So I think uh, when we started working on the collaboratory and this idea that after a while became BISC and, and then set 201, the sustainable innovation course, we, we spent a lot of time talking to the university leadership, we talked to the faculty leadership, but we also spent a lot of time, of course, talking to students. And uh, one of the stories we kept hearing from students was that many students, they come to the university with like really, really high expectations and they really engage and they do their best in everything. And then they walk through like the, they're kind of put through the grinder, as they say, <laughs> where they realize that <laughs> people are actually not expecting much from them. Mm. And they then lower their ambitions to kind of be in accordance with a much lower expectation that they experience at the university. So what we're trying to do here is really to create an environment where we can hire expectations again and, and to really become our best in different ways. Johan and Suneva, do you recognize this picture that uh, Jakob is painting of a student, new student at the, uh, the university? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, th I think the two of us, yeah, I, th I think we're familiar with that, uh, yeah. Yeah, th that, that's that the main picture. reason that we joined yeah. Collaboratory. Definitely. Uh, I was missing at the university. Yeah, I think it was th th there was and is two, two things, vital things that are missing. And I th uh, Jacob th talked about both of them. And it's uh, interdisciplinarity and it's uh, students invo student involvement. And I think both of those things are uh, important. And I think many people at the university <laughs> think they are important. But you need to see like real action for that. So that was our main goal with BISC, to have um, students from the humanities and the natural sciences um, and to the social sciences listen to each other and talk with one another and yeah, have, have create some kind of platform, but also that the students set the terms themselves. And uh, yeah, so I think we're, we have started something good. Uh, and uh, of course, there are other initiatives at the University of Bergen as well. But I think our hope is that this uh, model uh, can be inspiring for uh, yeah f for the university in in the, in the years to come. Absolutely, I, I had the pleasure of joining uh, BISC this year. I unfortunately wasn't last year, but it is it's a really an inspiring conference, and I was so impressed by the level of uh, the standard of the the students that were presenting. Can you tell a little bit about uh, this year's conference? And, and how you chose the papers and how you put together the conference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we started uh, the work before Christmas. Uh, yeah, we were setting the theme of the conference and uh, sent out the call for abstracts. And the theme the was, that was towards? Yeah, that was towards. It was towards sustainable futures facing global challenges today, yeah. Uh, and we sent out this call for abstracts before Christmas to a lot of universities in uh, yeah over whole the whole uh, Europe actually um, and then we gathered a group of volunteers after Christmas and 
the interest was so great. Yeah, it was more <laughs> it was, yeah. m m m uh, greater interest than last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I, at our first uh, information meeting, I think 50 people yeah. um, mm. showed up. So that was uh, not expected. And then we uh, yeah, ended up on a team with uh, 24 volunteers. So we were uh, yeah, a huge group of volunteers. And then we worked together. We had three committees, uh, one academic committee, one uh, marketing and design committee, and one uh, social committee. And uh, especially the academic committee, uh, yeah, was responsible for uh, for choosing the the presenters. And it was quite yeah. a broad. Uh, there was presenters from quite a few different disciplines. Yes, from I think from uh, like mostly social sciences, mm. but also um, yeah, like natural sciences, physical sciences, and. Uh, yeah, even psychology, I think. Yeah, so it was. Uh, we had uh, contributions from uh, most fields, um, and yeah, we did. Yeah, we did this uh, selection <laughs> <laughs> with in uh, collaboration with uh, yeah, Jacob and Jesse as well. To uh, yeah, like as they were mainly supportive, mm. so <laughs> we were actually <laughs> like doing the job. Just with them uh, giving us some uh, yeah, thumbs up for uh, for the process and the work. Right, and you've just recently gone through a lot of the uh, feedback from the conference. Can you uh, yeah. uh, can you reflect a bit on what type type of feedback you got from people? People are generally really impressed about the quality of the conference. Mm. They uh, yeah, they thought it was really professional, and that's cool to hear. Uh, and uh, they also appreciated very much the familiar atmosphere, and, like the really friendly atmosphere that we yeah, succeeded in yeah, to create. Because um, we, yeah, we wanted to um, like reinvent this, uh, the format of conferences. We're not just the presentations from, uh, given from professors and uh, other experts. Uh, and uh, the audience just listening mm. passively. So uh, yeah, we had just like yeah short presentations from the presenters, and then um, yeah we follow with the discussion groups. And that was yeah we spent time on discussion and talking and um, dialogue and discussion more discussion <laughs> <laughs> and breaks just to get uh, to talk to each other and uh, yeah like make contact across disciplines and yeah national borders. <laughs> I think what's super interesting about BISC and, 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 and coming to BISC as a researcher is the things you mentioned here, like the rev level of, of professionalism in, in how it's designed, kind of all the different types of interaction that we see. And, and, and I would say like the vibration in the room, I'd really like everyone to just kind of experience that buzz that you see at the first day of, of BISC. It's, it's really amazing how people from different countries, different disciplines start to get to know each other. Mm. And these are things that don't really happen spontaneously. These take really, really deliberate and hard planning, and they take a lot of skills to design. And I think that's what's super interesting and, and, and really impressive is how our students at the collaboratory are really able to put together these really complex and, 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 and really engaging uh, learning 
processes in different ways. Like BISC is also a type of learning processes, mm. which are not based on the transfer of knowledge from an authority to others, but kind of about everyone contributing to everyone's learning. So I think that's, that's, that's really key. And I think there's a lot of talk right now on the importance of interdisciplinarity, mm. on the importance of active student participation and active learning. But I think for the most part, this is mostly rhetoric. That's mostly talk. Everyone can agree on kind of big, nice words of being critical, of being interdisciplinary and participate. But we're actually finding ways to do this in practice. And it's definitely mostly our students that are reinventing or inventing these things on how to do this uh, themselves. So that's super impressive to be part of. Yeah, as, as, as you say, it's um, and, and I, I don't think it's just talk. I mean, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the staff is talking, but I mean, what, what BISC is showing is that students want this. I mean, we want this. People want to have the ability to meet uh, other students from other faculties to discuss global challenges. People want to, to hear what other people are doing and learn from other, um, from other environments at the university. And I think yeah, that's what this it, it showed that it, it, there is a, there is a, a space to be filled for this kind of activities. But it also showed that we can do it uh, because we did <laughs> and we're doing it uh, to, to pat ourselves on the back uh, mm-hmm. quite a lot. But we actually, I mean, we we built this from uh, from from nothing, and now it's sort of a second year uh, after second year su- success. It's uh, I th- I don't see how this is not going to to happen next year and and the year after because this is something that we, yeah, we need. Absolutely, and and following on from the success of BISC last year, there's also uh, we'll go over to the next activity of of collaboratory, which is a, is really exciting because it is the first at the university, and that is set to. Zero One, which is sustainable innovation, which you've been working a lot with, Yuan. Yes. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about how the course, what the course is, and how it is run? Yeah. So, uh, set uh, two one two one <laughs> sustainable innovation is is uh, uh, there has been a, a I think a talk of a, of an innovation course, of course, in innovation, sustainable innovation at the university has uh, been in the pipeline for a few years. Yeah, we got the uh, uh, the mandate to, to to facilitate this course, which is really cool. Uh, so uh, me and uh, a fellow student, Osild, uh, uh, was um, uh, started at uh, this project, uh, six month project, where we, uh, together with uh, Jacob as a course coordinator, created this this course on sustainable innovation. Uh, and it, it was uh, like you said, it was the first course ever at university. It was run. Uh, or facilitated, uh, partly created by by students, uh, and it was also special in that it was completely or yeah, it was open for all students at the University of Bergen to apply. Uh, so we got actually applications to the course for the course for uh, from uh, all faculties at the university. And it was really popular. Yeah, it really was. We only had uh, uh, 30, uh, 30 students. Uh, and I think almost a hundred people or ninety people or something applied. It was really, it was really fun. So there again, we can see this trend at University of Bergen. People, students, really, there is a there is a space, there is a void to be filled by by these kind of activities. And the course itself, um, BISC in a way, is a is a kind of student activity that is outside regular classroom, university classroom activity. Uh, but this course is really fun because it was. It's a real course. It mm. was ten points, uh, and and the students who took it, who uh, examined uh, a few weeks back, they uh, got credit for this. 
uh, and so the uh, main also were students taking part uh, in creating and facilitating it but the students themselves in the course we wanted to, to challenge them uh, to be more active than they usually are so we we, we uh, as in BISC we actually tried to not have you know long talks professors coming in with expertise of course we need expertise of, and of course we took in uh, people that had competencies that needed to be uh, delivered or shown to the students but we had a focus on that students sh should be active so uh, the the entire course was about students in interdisciplinary teams actually innovating, creating innovations that was then presented in front of a, uh, in front of a, of a panel. It was really exciting. And how did the uh, students uh, respond to this sort of unknown situation, I guess a new way of learning, a new way of working? Was there a bit of pushback or was it mostly? Yeah, a bit actually. It was because it's different than BISC. Because BISC, in a way, it w BISC was voluntary <laughs> in a way. It was voluntary in that uh, uh, people actively sought out the conference and were mostly excited before and afterwards. Uh, of course, people sought out this course, but people are more, um, the st the students are mostly um, familiar with sort of classic way of doing things. So I think this was really different. Mm. It was a very different course than are usually, um, you know, given, at, especially at the Faculty of Social Sciences. So therefore, there was, I think, a, a bit of a shock actually <laughs> for some <laughs> students in order how, how different it was and um, how much they were uh, you know, the, w it was how much ex expectations were on them to actually take part actively and actually create something. So actually, there, uh, the, the, there was um, pushback in the sense that I think, um, yeah, I know uh, the unfamiliarity of it. But I think in the end, most students were really happy with it yeah. and learned a lot. Can I comment on that? Because yeah. I think that's super interesting. We've spent a lot of time evaluating this course as well and, and our evaluations also show that our students in the end uh, liked the course mm. they gave <laughs> us really high high, high grades yes. so to speak uh, but i but i think we also i'm sure everyone in in the, the course team we had sleepless nights during the course because we were there were lots of uncertainty for us and, and we didn't really know how will the students actually respond to this quite open concept where the students actually themselves had to to do everything they had to ask their own questions. Students are not mm. used to ask their own questions. They had to kind of find information to inform these questions. They had to reframe the questions. They had to come up with innovations. There was quite a lot of responsibility on our students. And then I think one of the comments we got from one of our students in evaluation, I, I, I really loved it. And I think that captured kind of the essence of this. And it was like, I was considering to quit the course several times due to all the frustration and uncertainty, but I loved the course in the end. This is a student that gave us a five out of five in terms of the general impression of the course and who also wrote that this course has changed this person's life, right? Mm. And I think one key thing when we talk about sustainability and complexity and learning is that we need to accept that things are uncertain. We need to accept that things are difficult. And I think there's lots of learning to be found in this very kind of uh, messy process as well. So I think one key thing that I think is important to remember for the collaboratory, but maybe also for Seth and other people that are interested in designing 
processes and designing kind of meetings and things like that is that we, we, we shouldn't polish them too much. We need to keep some uncertainty. We need to keep some things that are not maybe perfect because I think that's where quite a lot of the room for learning is actually placed. So, so, so we need to defend those spaces as well. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, speaking of complexity, I think we, we I mean, challenging com- com- complex issues is not an easy process. Mm. <laughs> so doing something new as BISC or a course that is partly run by students is challenging and, 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 um, and you know, it's not going to be easy. Uh, I mean, it was particularly not easy because it was the first time. But we shouldn't fool ourselves that this is going to be easy when it happens next year or the year after, or or that any of these activities, when when hopefully they get transferred uh, to the rest of the university, uh, th- that is going to be easy because, uh, yeah, that is part of this. I think. A couple of days ago, the uh, the Norwegian Agency for International Cooperation and Quality Enhancement in Higher Education just released their um, situation report for higher education and both SET and the Collaboratory were mentioned in the report as examples of using sustainability as a major theme and working with connecting research activity and education. That's amazing. Yeah, Congratulations. It's a really amazing acknowledgement to, to get. And what, what type of signal do you think this sends to both the leadership at the university but also to, to the education sector as a whole? I think this uh, tells us that students uh, want this kind of uh, courses and this kind of initiatives, uh, which includes uh, sustainability thinking in new ways and in more practical ways. And that let students engage like practically with this uh, kind of topics. And. Uh, yeah, it's nice that uh, universities and other institutions for higher education realize this. So hopefully there will be more, more of the, yeah these kinds of uh, initiatives in the future. Not only here in Bergen, but at all the universities. Yeah, I think that um, we spent a lot of time rethinking higher education and trying to find new ways to do it. And I think what we really need to do now is to rework things, to really experiment with new approaches. And I think probably that's also why we were acknowledging that report is that we're not only thinking about things, we're not kind of making fancy concepts, but we're actually trying to get some dirt under our fingernails and trying to do something and, and trying to experiment with different uh, approaches. And I think when we talk about the things we're doing uh, with other universities or, or with other departments here. I think we there's lots and lots of interest and lots of people that really want to collaborate with us and, and try to develop more more student engaged initiatives and, and try to find ways where students can really be seriously involved in shaping their education. So I think we're really, really happy to see that development, both here in Bergen, of course, but also all over Norway. And I think one thing that uh, uh, maybe one signal that this r- report then sends to the university leadership is that in order to do that, we do need also platforms that can kind of lead this innovation and can become kind of a competence node, for example, that can support other initiatives. Because again, these are not things that will happen spontaneously. They also need facilitation and they also need uh, experience and support in different ways. And I think uh, there are de- there are definitely many places that can do that, but I think one one uh, initiative in Norway that 
uh, is starting to build this competence definitely us at the collaboratory and set. And I think we, we can definitely do uh, a contribution there as well. As a closing question for all three of you, I'd like to ask, in a perfect world, what does education look like in 2030? Start with Yuan. Okay. Uh, education in Norway? For example. For example. I think, um, I think there's definitely room uh, for active student uh, participation in higher education. That is, I think that's um, not only like relevant or I think it's uh, I think it's highly important actually um, because as we're seeing in uh, at the University of Bergen today where you have trying to create these you know uh, this this topics uh, like uh, uh, global challenges like defining things that you can work uh, like connecting different departments uh, connecting different disciplines to like be a um, doing research for like bettering the world you can't do that I think without uh, acknowledging the role of students so I just uh, yeah my, my dream would be that every course should have some sort of, of uh, student participation Seneva? Yeah I agree and I would add to this that I think we we need more collaboration with the world outside of the universities as well uh, and yeah, the possibility to do like internships outside of the university would be really nice to see more of in uh, yeah in education. Yeah, I, I think uh, just building on what both of you have said, I, th I think that in twenty thirty which is just 11 years from now actually so it's, it's quite a short time mm -hmm. but uh, we really need a rapid transformation right um in in, uh, in 11 years from now i think I, I really hope to see an education that's really built around partnerships uh, partnerships between the university and society in different ways uh, partnership between students and researchers uh, and also partnerships between different disciplines and i think this education would then be problem oriented interdisciplinary and participatory um. Great, and just like to thank you, Jacob, Yuan, and Sonova for joining me today in the studio. And I look forward to seeing what work comes out of the collaboratory later. I'm really excited. Thanks. Thanks. You have been listening to Set Climate Talks, brought to you from the Center of Climate and Energy Transformation here at the University in Bergen.